Hello, I'm Zev Neuwirth and welcome to Creating a New Healthcare, a podcast series for healthcare leaders who are interested in fresh perspectives, new ideas and bold solutions on how to advance the creation of a customer-oriented, value-based and humanistic system of health. The views I express on this podcast are solely my own and do not represent the views of any other person or organization. Whoa, 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 whoa. Folks, that was the introduction that I have been using for the past seven plus years. But watch out, we are about to change this game. We are shifting and expanding the focus of this podcast. To quote the title of my second book, we're gonna go beyond the walls of creating new healthcare. I'm gonna walk the talk here. We are going to be expanding the scope of this podcast series, moving forward by intentionally focusing on three things. First, we are going to expand the issues and the, the discussions that we've been having on healthcare to actually talk about health. I'll say more about that in a moment, but here's my observation. It's that as an industry, we have become so focused on ourselves, on healthcare itself, that we've forgotten that what we're really trying to achieve here, the real purpose, the real goal, what really matters is to improve health. And so we're gonna be talking about health on this podcast. The second new focus is going to be on health equity. And when I say equity, not just racism, which is obviously important, but also sexism, ageism, ableism, classism, reductionism. And if you don't know what those mean, stay tuned because we will be talking about them. And the third intentional focus is going to be on a new leadership mindset, a transformational mindset that is going to be required if we are going to go beyond the walls of our limiting legacy thinking and doing. And uh, again, we'll touch upon all of these three new focuses in a moment. And underlying all of this will be a very clear intention in each podcast to leave you all with a small, doable, concrete next step. It's really important to me that this podcast is no longer targeted just at folks in healthcare, healthcare executives, people in formal leadership roles, providers, administrators, et cetera. This podcast is for each and every one of us because folks, whether we admit to it or not, where we believe it or not, we are all leaders in our own health and our own healthcare. That's what we're gonna be doing. The podcast series is now for anyone and everyone who is interested in their health as well as their healthcare. Now, we will continue to introduce you to new ideas, fresh perspectives and bold solutions. We will continue to interview outstanding, amazing leaders who are creative, courageous, divergent, action-oriented thinkers. These are people who are what I call positive deviants, who are doing things differently and getting positive results. They are in one way of thinking about, and I've just begun to really use this term, they are humanistic rebel leaders. And we're gonna focus on not just what they're thinking, but what they're doing and what you can do. 
So to kick off this new updated version of creating new healthcare, the podcast today is going to be a little different. Instead of featuring an expert guest, what I'd like to do is to spend a few minutes, and it's going to be shorter than the usual podcast, spend a few minutes explaining how I made the shift, how it came about. And to help me do that, I've invited two wonderful friends and colleagues, Jess Greenwood, who is a very close colleague and also a, a care provider herself in healthcare for many, many years, and and Kate Cruz, who, along with Jeremy Core, have been uh, producing this podcast for a number of years. Kate actually did a wonderful interview with me a few months ago at one of the Becker conferences in Chicago. And we'll just kick it off by me introducing Jess and Kate to you. And they're going to start by asking questions and then also making uh, comments. So Jess, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely, Zeb. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. It's a real pleasure to speak with you live. I get the rare opportunity to talk with you often, but this is a is an especially uh, interesting and fun treat. I'm Jess Greenwood. I'm a genetic counselor by training and have transitioned my career over time to really work in the digital health communication space, which is how I first uh, began working with Zeb. And I find it really interesting, Zev, what you've been doing over the past year or so in particular, but someone who has worked with you on your first book back in, in 2019, and then now on this most recent book, Beyond the Walls, last year. I've loved watching the evolution of the work that you've been doing. But when you first mentioned these changes to me, I have to admit, I, I had to start wondering, whoa, like that is a pretty substantial shift in focus and, and direction. And it really felt very personal to you. So I, I just wonder why these changes in particular, and, and maybe a second part of that question is why now? So Jess, I've been, the book Beyond the Walls came out in the beginning of September, 2023, just a, a few months ago. And I've been out speaking to audiences. Initially I was out two, three, four times a week. And recently it's been once every week or so. And speaking to audiences of providers, doctors, nurses, others in healthcare, administrators in healthcare, and executives in healthcare, wide ranges of audiences, and actually to healthcare consumers. And I've been, while I've been speaking, in some sense, it's actually been a listening tour because I've had the the amazing privilege of meeting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people over the past few months and taking the time to to listen to their experiences in health and how they're feeling and what they're thinking. And it's really from these hundreds of conversations and this listening tour that I really noticed that people were hungering for some things and needing some things and asking for things, literally asking for them. And, and that's where this, when I, I began to realize that first of all, people were really concerned about their health. In fact, I, I was just talking to an executive, not in healthcare. And he said to me, Zev, I have no idea what I should be doing to stay healthy. I go to my doctors and I, I, I get some medications, but I still don't know. I read all the stuff and I still don't know. And so I think health is really important to everyone, including those of us who are in healthcare. And uh, so, so that, that became very clear to me. And the health equity, wow. I think there are very few issues today that are as important as this issue of health equity. And I kept on hearing that increasingly from folks, their experiences. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking whether you're talking to 
someone of color or in fact it just i hear these stories i just heard one this past weekend from a very successful woman who is not white and she described to me how she gets treated when people don't know who she is and she's just out and about and so i think this issue is, and it's not just it's not just about race as i mentioned before it's about when you're older or if don't make a lot of money and don't have great health insurance or if you're disabled there's so many inequitable isms in healthcare it, it there's so much more to say about that i hope you and kate ask me a little bit more about that this isn't just an ethical issue it is an ethical issue it is clearly a public health issue and importantly it's an economic issue and there's been a lot written that if we do not solve the healthcare disparities and the inequities in healthcare today there is no way that we're going to make healthcare financially sustainable it is just not a solvable problem from an economic perspective if we don't eliminate disparities of care so from a clinical ethical public health and financial economic perspective health equity is a must do can't fail and i don't think people understand how serious it is and then finally the issue of the transformational mindset the number one question I've been asked over and over and over again, beginning back in September, once the book was released and, and literally from the first talk I gave until the most recent talk, the number one question I get asked is, but what can I do? And initially I responded to that from a strategic and tactical perspective. And I think there, I think it was an honest question, what can I do? But it's recently, as I've been talking to groups of executives, particularly groups of CEOs in healthcare, that I realized that it wasn't just a strategic and tactical question. It was really a comment of a mindset comment. It was a comment of, of resignation, of pessimism, of a sense of, and people have used this word of just feeling diminished, demoralized. And what I realized is in order for anyone to hear a message of transformation to strategically and tactically transform their organizations we must first adopt a transformational mindset a leadership mindset that's different than the one we've had in the past that's a really i was just when i when it first struck me in the last two or three weeks i was surprised it took me so long to understand that but but it is such a clear message and I've tested it out in the last two weeks is with a number of audiences of healthcare executives. And the response has been overwhelmingly positive and just enthusiasm and excitement that someone's actually named this and is going to address it. So that's why that third part came in. And I just, I felt compelled to get beyond even the original message of beyond the walls, which is still important, but clearly but but these three topics of health equity and any transformation a transformational mindset just i feel compelled to really focus on them yeah i find it really interesting when you mention that kind of the disillusionment of the people that you've talked to and the leaders that you've talked to and i think there really is a connection between that transformational mindset and that listening piece when you called it a, a listening tour not just a speaking tour i think there's something to that and, and hopefully we can build on that i'm curious though kate you, you've produced the podcast for a long time and so you've listened to every single episode in great detail so i'm just wondering what you're thinking and what questions you might have 
Exactly. Thank you, Jess. It is a really unique perspective getting to hear almost all of Zev's episodes and honestly twice sometimes if I edit them. So I really understand what he means when he's talking about a listening tour because I'm just listening to all these episodes and you don't realize how much you absorb until you really reflect on it. And now that you have reflected on it, Zev, what are new episodes going to look like? Are you going to have different kinds of guests? Are there going to be a new topics that you cover, new focus? How is it going to be different from the previous episodes? That's a great question, Kate. So the answer, so in terms of guests, yes, I am, I've already begun to look for or look out for people who are focused on health equity, on health itself, and who either exemplify this sort of transformational mindset or actually working on it, actually thinking about it and helping people with it. So I do think that there are going to be some different and new types of leaders that I'm bringing on the podcast. Just as an example, I've in the last two weeks, I've spoken to a number of Black physician healthcare executives. And I have to tell you, I'm I was just so moved by each of their stories, where they came from, what they went through, what they're doing to change healthcare. And I I walked away and I was like, where do you get the courage to do what you're doing? It, it just, these stories have to be told. I didn't even know about these women until literally in the last two weeks as I've begun to shift my focus. And so I, as I'm shifting my focus, I'm going to, yes, I'm finding different people, divergent leaders. I would say this phrase, Kate, and and I just literally started using it in, I don't know, the last four or five days. So it's new and let's see where it goes. But I really have been getting the sense that these people I'm talking to and seeking are rebel leaders and they're divergence. They're different thinkers and different doers, but they have this sort of humanistic rebel leadership in them. And they just feel that way to me. And I'm just, again, um, just blown away by their courage and their integrity and their sacrifice. They are really, truly heroes. And so these are the type of people I'm going to be increasingly. And I think I've already brought, I, I think many, if not most of the people that I brought fall into that genre, but there are new and different people that are going to be coming to the podcast. And again, I'm going to be focusing on, I haven't really talked about health as much in the past, at least not formally and on the podcast. We've spoken about health equity and obviously in Beyond the Walls, the book I wrote about it, but not enough. And this is my course correction, <laughs> or maybe it's the next phase or going more in depth, but yes, it's iterating and building upon it. And and again, the I honestly, at this point, this is top of mind for me. I'm not sure that there's any thing more important right now and this is not just in healthcare but i think in our society anything more important than the leadership mindset than the mindset of leadership and what i'm looking for and discovering and have been speaking to are leaders who are humanistic and inclusive and generative who want to leave the world a much better place than the way they found it and and have an openness of their mind and their heart and their soul. And I honestly think that 
that is the place we need to start. We we really need to start there. And and that's why that's going to be the third focus. You guys have, you and I have talked at length about this crossover between the personal and professional and listening to you talk about the type of leader that you really want to focus. To me, it, it hits so hard in both places that I want to personally know and understand these leaders. And I also professionally want to learn from them. And it really does bring it back down to what you said earlier with regards to this focus on doability, um, which I'm still not sure if that's even a word. I won't use it in Scrabble, but <laughs> I think it's an important concept, at least, that how do we take the, the these concepts that these rebel leaders are bringing forth to the world, to the podcast, to this discussion? How do we narrow that scope into something that like I personally could do in my own life, either on a personal level or on a professional level? Yeah. So I just, and maybe this is the cynic in me. I'm just wondering, do you really think it's possible to get to what can I do with the most of us can use in our own lives? How, How do we get there from this kind of space that feels very big and overwhelming at times? Wow. What a poignant question and point here. The first, I want I just want to go back to what you said initially, which is what's what I've been experiencing as I've been exploring these three new topics and testing them out over the past few weeks with audiences is, is tremendous engagement and enthusiasm. And I think you're exactly right. We've been talking about healthcare, which is about the professional work, but now we're going to talk about health, which is personal to every single person, right? Whether it's your health or your children's health or your parents' health or your spouse's health or your friend's health or your community's health is really personal. And I think it it touches the heart as much as it does healthcare touches the head. The issue of health equity, I think is very personal. At some point in time, we'll be exposed to an ism, an inequitable ism, or our friends or family or community will be. And I think it, it does get very personal in that regard as well. And then the issue of the leadership mindset, it's one thing to lead your organization in in whatever role you are, there are informal leaders throughout the organization, not just the formal authorities within organizations. So that, that is, that's our professional hat on, but the truth is we all are leaders of our own health. And again, if you're not leading your health, who is right? And so I think it even that, that whole leadership part is moves it from just a professional, cerebral, intellectual thing to a much more personal, heartfelt issue. And that's what I've been, that's the feedback I've gotten is people are really coming up to me, some of them with tears in their eyes, literally over and over again, saying, what you started to talk about, really, I understand it as a person, not just as a professional. And in fact, most of the enthusiasm, most of the excitement, most of the energy I've been hearing from folks is about the how it's touched them personally, the messages and the conversations. So I think what you said was really important. In terms of doability, this is a really critical issue, I think, in, not just in healthcare and not just in health, but in our, in our society. We, and there's so much to say about this, and Jess, I'm going to be totally transparent here. For me, this is the cutting edge. This is, I am literally like an explorer. I, I, I haven't written the book. I haven't spent years on this. I'm l- literally at the edge of my experience with this. 
but I am drawing on a lot of what I've learned over the past two, three, four years, a lot of experience, a lot of readings, a lot of conversations. I think it's really important. We have to address this issue of, but what can I do? It's for me, and we're going to, we're going to test this out in, in each podcast. Really, I'm going to really request and push each of the guests ahead of time in preparation for each podcast interview to be prepared to respond to that question. What can any given individual, and I'm not talking about CEOs or C-suite people, what can any and every individual, what is at least one thing coming away from this conversation that they can do to improve health equity, improve their own leadership of their health and their lives. And that's, uh, it's ambitious. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie here. It's, it feels ambitious to me and it feels critically important. I think there's so much demoralization as we were talking about before, so much pessimism, so much negativity, so much feeling like, what can I do that? I think the first thing we do, at least the first thing I'm doing is actually just putting it on the table and addressing it. And that's a first step. That's doing something, right? Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's super interesting. And I can't wait for your listeners to hear these little tidbits from all the professionals you bring on about what they can do. So this has been a fantastic interview so far. It's been an honor to be able to join you on here with Jess. So as we kind of wrap things up, I really like how you um, called yourself an explorer of this. You know, you aren't following a roadmap, you're creating one. And so what do you hope the overall impact of your exploration is going to be beyond people being able to take away what they can do? I think the possibilities are really endless from just having more hope <laughs> for our healthcare system. I feel like so probably the majority of Americans who are in one way or another touching healthcare, anyone over the age of 12, can understand that American healthcare is a bit of a mess. And so what do you want the impact to be on anyone who can take action? I think this speaks to my personal mission. And I just have my experience in talking to people and watching the news and looking at what's happening. And I, again, I hear this in the conversations, people feel so suppressed and repressed and depressed and the numbers bear this out, right? The stats bear it out. The data bears it out. People feel like they don't have a choice and don't have options that they're cornered, that they're stuck. And my hope is that this conversation, this narrative, these stories, these examples that they, I would say reverse it, but it's more than reversing it. I hope that this counter narrative, if you will, of, of positivity, I'm hoping it that it helps people just, God, unleash their human spirit and unleash their potential. And we talk about freedom and I, it really is about that. It's about freedom of the spirit. And, and I, I just, for me, I just think this is one of the most important things we all can be doing, whatever platform we stand on. 
whatever role we're in, whatever career path, I think that we can serve as these sort of positive agents of change. And I'm hoping that this contributes to that. I have to say, personally, I'm just excited to see where this goes. I've had the benefit of conversing with you in, in deep conversations as you've been on this journey. And I just... I don't know, the evolution of where it's gone has really been exciting. And I think it's really what people are are clamoring for, they're hungry for right now. So I really appreciate the thoughtful approach you take to this podcast, to your books, to your speaking events, to your quote unquote listening tour. And I think we're all really looking forward to see what comes out of it. Thanks, Jess. I, I just want to say, I really appreciate your support and your just your collegiality and your friendship and, and the same key for you. It's This is for me, and I think this, even this channel and this activity of podcasting, it, it, the greatest part about it is that it's about, it's about community, right? It's about uh, the idea that we cannot and should not go this alone. And I think that's one of the magical things of, about this medium and this channel is that we get to actually be in community with these other folks and enlarge that community. So I just, I'm just grateful that we're working together on this. Friends, I'm going to bring this podcast to a close. Uh, as you can tell here, it's, it's at least for me, been a bit emotional, more than I had anticipated. And so I'd like to thank Kate and Jess for jumping in there. You did a great job. And as I do every episode, uh, I will conclude by thanking all of you out there who are doing the hard work each and every day of taking care of patients and those of you who are supporting those who are taking care of patients. And just to add to that, I suspect that each and every one of you has done something and or will do something in the near future to support another human being. And I just want to recognize that because we, we go through life and these sort of unsung moments just slip by and, and I don't think they should. I, I think we should recognize them in ourselves and recognize them in others. And just want to say thank you to all of you. This is Zev Newworth on going beyond creating a new healthcare. Until next time, be well.